And welcome to episode number four of the Active Geek Podcast. This podcast focused solely on this little film that came out in 1985 called Back to the Future. Hope you guys know about it, because if not, you're in for a world of surprise and spoilers. So today, I'm recording this intro on October 21st, 2015, the day that Marty McFly went into the future. So this Back to the Future Day, which is fantastic that a movie has its own day, and it's not Titanic or Independence Day and shit like that. Um, I don't know why Independence Day was one of those movies that I thought was iconic. But anyway, I've been drinking nothing but Pepsi, listening to nothing but Huey Lewis in the news, and I've been riding hoverboards all day. So I've been celebrating this day in style. Like I said, this podcast is solely focusing on Marty McFly and Doc Brown, the DeLorean, Biff, all this awesome stuff that took place in a wonderful movie. I'd be remiss if I didn't wish happy birthday to Carrie Fisher, a woman who stole the hearts of boys in the 70s and 80s and and the 90s um, in a nice little metal bikini. So happy birthday, Princess Leia. And finally... um, the Nintendo system, which started my gaming addiction, is turning 30 this week, which is awesome. So, happy birthday to Carrie Fisher, happy birthday to Nintendo, and happy Back to the Future Day. Well, uh, I think Biff's on his way to come and try to kick my ass, so I gotta get out of here, gotta scram. See you in the future. <laughs> I'm sitting in my car and I'm recording the intro, and I realized that there's three things that happened on Wednesday. 30th anniversary of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not the movie being released, because that was released um, July 3rd, but it was the day, you know, Marty goes back, or goes... Yeah, goes into, back to the future. In, in, he goes into the future. Um, and then Carrie Fisher's birthday was Wednesday. She turned oh, 59. Um, so, you know, that, that got into the intro. And at this point, either now or by the time this is released, the Nintendo system is going to be 30 years old. Wow. 30, 30 years old. So Nintendo is older than me. Was that your first system? Nope. No, did you have Atari? Yes, I did. Did you have ColecoVision? I don't remember any of Oh, I got you topped. I, my, you know, I, I got hand-me-downs from an older sibling, so um, I had ColecoVision. I had... Atari, and then the first system I owned um, was the Nintendo, and like shit, I was born in '87, so that's I'm only 28. So do you remember 3DO? No. Ooh. What was 3DO? 3DO was kinda like it was. It was bad. Was it a bootleg of Nintendo? Was it like Virtual Boy? No, no, it was an actual system. Yeah, but do you remember Virtual Boy? No. That was the bootleg of Game Boy. It was, like, supposed to play, like, PlayStation games. Remember Jaguar? No. You remember Jaguar? Jaguar was, like, uh... Sega. Genesis. Oh, okay, okay. I think I had Jaguar then. Because I didn't have Sega until, like, my teens. Sega Saturn? Oh my god, dude, Sega Saturn came out and it was supposed to revolutionize everything. And it just put Sega in bankruptcy. Yep. I still have Sega set up on my TV in the living room. And I fucking play X-Men Clone Wars. 
all the time. And Chelsea plays Dr. Robotniks, or, you know, the doctor yeah, from um, Sonic. But I, I love Sega. That's actually the only working system I have. We, we got to, you know, Nintendo's 30, Back to the Future's 30, Carrie Fisher's almost 60, so she's like, she's both their ages put together. Um, it was a it was a good day, man, Wednesday. And I know you got to see the, the flick in theaters. Yeah, I was able to go see the movie, which I was excited about. I really wanted to go see all three and just pull a you know, six-hour movie trip. Did you, did you know that before um, Age of Ultron came out, um, earlier in the year, Kevin Feige and the Nerdist did a Marvel movie marathon at El Capitan Theater and it was all 11 movies I I could do the three this it was 11 tw- I 28 hours of movies in succession couldn't do it and they you know they provided food and drinks and stuff if I would have known I would have done it I can, I can do it I think I could do it um, and what's even better about it is if you did the whole thing you saw Age of Ultron before anyone like even before the premiere yeah I couldn't do it oh man where is your sense of adventure? Is it could you could you have done it like ten years ago? No. Mm. I'm good. I'm good at staying up. You you're regulated. But you know, do you remember? Do you remember when you when you first saw Back to the Future? Because it wasn't out when I was a kid. I was like it didn't come out until I was young. Well, you weren't born when. Yes, first. that's exactly what I meant. Thank you. <laughs> it wasn't out when I was a kid, but yet it absolutely was. I was conceived after Back to the Future. I was... When did it premiere? Ninth? It was July 3rd, 1985. Yeah. So I was three. So I didn't see it. I was a little older. Um, my mom liked it a lot. I know we had it on VHS. Um, but I don't remember the exact time. I, I mean, I've seen the movie probably 150 times. But it was a staple in my house. But... I, I remember seeing it and just thinking it was awesome. It was the best thing ever because it was time travel. When you're, I think I was like five or six years old when I finally seen it. Yeah, I, I was about the same age. All, all three of them had already came out when I saw it. Um, and, you know, I, I can't remember that far back, but I asked my mom um, what, for, what the first movie I was taken to see was, and it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which was awesome. So you know, my parents, my my, my mom loves um, Michael J. Fox, and my dad my dad's a fan of him. Because Michael J. Fox, he's not a scumbag, and you know my dad's got some pretty strong morals. Um, so I don't think you can hit Michael J. Fox. Ironically, some people do though. Like it, it's so strange that you know people hate him. I, and I know what I think it was Spin City. I think they got tired of seeing him. That was all for like 122 episodes. But how many was he in? It was his show. He was in every episode. No, he wasn't. He was replaced by Charlie Sheen. That's right. Shit. They definitely downgraded it. Yeah. What? Do you, do you think he still had the tiger blood early on? Or? I don't know. I mean, that's why he stopped. He stopped because he got the tiger blood? The, oh no, you told Charlie Sheen. No, Michael J. Fox did not come down with tiger blood syndrome. <laughs> he had Parkinson's. Yes, yeah, but you know he was on he was on the Good Wife. Yeah, but no, he was on like eleven yeah eleven he, episodes, but yeah, not he, a main feature. No, he, but he was a 
a repeated guest, I guess you mean. A recurring character. Yeah. But what, um, What's your favorite Michael J. Fox movie besides Back to the Future? Oh, Not Stuart Little? You know, actually, I was talking to a guy at work today. One of my favorite from him, The Frighteners. That was way back. That's actually one of his last big movies that he's done. When did it come out? Early 2000s? I say way back, like, fucking... Yeah. It was 1986. Yeah. You knew who directed it? No. Guillermo yeah, that's worth. I I think... I, you said Teen Wolf, right? Was yours? Yeah. Oh, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is mine. Dude, I was so obsessed with Teen Wolf when I was a kid. Again, a movie that wasn't out when I was... It was out, but I wasn't born yet. I think I missed the good movies. I was young, but I was... Like when they came on... So you were like a year old? Uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I seen a lot of them on VHS. Yeah, oh no, I, I had those on VHS too. I remember when when I first saw Back to the Future, I saw them all. All three. Because all three had been out. So I was probably like five, so that was 92. And Back to the Future 3 came out in 1990, 1991, around that area. Yeah. So they had just come out and I'm you know, my parents let me watch it. I watched it, and it just blew my mind. Yeah, it just, it was awesome. I mean, time travel. Everyone thinks about it. Everyone would love to do it, and they did it. Yeah, and they did it right. They they did it right, and it still holds up. It's one of those movies that holds up. Well, there's actually a physicist um, I was reading that he actually backed... Uh, Back to the Future. He backed Back to the Future. <laughs> saying that it is the most accurate time travel movie with alternate timelines and stuff like that. Yeah, because, you know, he's probably traveled Back to the Future. Because oh, yeah. he's a physicist. Everybody's working on a time machine. Did you ever work on a time machine? I wanted to when I was a kid. I did, and I, I had, had no idea what to do. I've had boxes and... It wasn't like the Doritos commercial, right? No, Where no, that was stupid. You get in and like... Wah, wah. I had I broke my one of my sister's easy bake ovens to take like the all this, the the flux all this, capacitor. Well, to you know to have something. I didn't know it wasn't a flux capacitor to me. It was just an easy bake oven component. But uh, I tried it, and then I got tired of it. And I built a lemonade stand, and I sold lemonade. <laughs> Spray painted it black, so it was like early goth lemonade. It wasn't. It was before Arnold Palmer was making this shit. Um, so, it, did it blow your mind when you initially saw it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you said it was a staple in your house, right? Yeah, that's... Uh, my mom... I mean, we watched that all the time. Because back then, you didn't have on-demand, you didn't have... Well, I mean, we had cable. Yeah. But that was... They didn't have movies on cable. I mean, yeah, right. there was HBO, but we didn't have it as a kid. You would go to the... Blockbuster, like hometown video or West yeah. Coast video, to make sure you could. Uh, and then, believe it or not, it. you know who we got a lot of movies from. I I remember distinctly. Was it Shoprite? No. McDonald's. McDonald's sold movies. McDonald's would if you bought like a, a Happy Meal or something like not a Happy Meal, but like the movie that I got from McDonald's was um, Indiana Jones and uh, The Last Crusade. Oh wow! The only thing I had for McDonald's are like old Ninja Turtle toys, and like those those collector's cups, like 
all those old collectors cups. I have like one with Grimace and yeah. the uh, Mary McCheese, and then Disney had like an anniversary, maybe a fiftieth or something like all that. All the glasses we had, but it was like a wide glass, right? Yeah, and it had like etchings of like Sorcerer Mickey and Pluto and Doc. My my parents still they were short and wide and had yeah, a. My parents still drink out of it. Like it's. I think I was when I, yeah. I was there. I seen them. Like I think that. They just box that shit up and sell it. This, people go crazy over Disney stuff. But you know what people also go crazy over? The predictions that Back to the Future oh. had. And we thought we had, we thought we were getting it with the Cubs coming. Yeah. Four, four games from making it to the World Series, which was... I mean, they haven't... They haven't been to the World Series since... They haven't been to the playoffs since, what, uh, Bartman? Yeah. And that was Moises Alou was... On that the was team. 2003, 2004. Now that we've lost pri- primarily all of our listeners because we're talking sports, um, let's get off that. No, no, let's continue. What were your thoughts of the 1967 NBA Finals? I'm just kidding. We, oh, we, okay. we, we I, can keep moving. No, I don't. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Celtics and the, the Pigeons. I think they played each other. Pigeons. Yeah, like this Syracuse Pigeons. It was a street ball team out of Syracuse, New York. Um, but, you know, think of the things that Back to the Future has accurately predicted. Um, power laces. Like, did you like, remember the Nikes? I have to yeah, forget. Yeah, uh, no, everyone remembered Nikes. Did you see the Michael J. Fox? I was just going to say. Got the, he got the first pair. He got the first pair. And he was wearing them with Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. Um, did you watch the video? The Jimmy Kimmel video? No, no the, the, the video of him yes. putting them on. Yeah. And, and he's like, just step on the heel. And he's like, oh, oh, all right. They were loud, though. They, they, they were loud. Like, <laughs> it, it was like when you put your, your cell phone on, like, a filing cabinet, and you get a call. It was like that. And like it just that. sounded like a shutter. Yeah. Like, I, I, I heard that they're going to be released in um, spring 2016. They're expensive, then. I, I don't know. If they, it didn't say anything about a limited run, though. But like, all well, the proceeds are going to the Michael J. Fox, yeah. J. Fox Foundation, which is awesome. Well, for the most part, Nike shoes are averaging anywhere between like sixty to one hundred thirty, and yeah. then once you get into specialties like LeBrons, like watermelon brown bronze, they go for about two fifty for some fucking brick shoes. So these are they're, and we say expensive because yeah, I'm not dropping three bills on on a pair of shoes, but if I had like three hundred dollars, if that's how much they were. Oh, believe me, I'd wear them. There was, um, back to sports, um, there was a dude on the Royals that posted a picture, um, on, on Instagram, and I can't remember his name, so I feel terrible. Um, and he was in the shoes. Really? Yeah, like, I guess he had, he bought, like, prop ones, because back in the day, they they were not the self-lacing shoes. Yeah. It was, like, the, you know, they made the the replicas so he had a pair of them and he's like walking up the dugout in those shoes and we posted it on Wednesday and I thought that was pretty cool that's cool um the one thing that we're not getting is Jaws 19 did you see the Jaws the parody on IMDB right yeah that was pretty funny I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to edit this out of podcast because there's a a Jaws 19 and it was like parody trailer so I was like alright we're we're okay with that but you know the, the holograms were everywhere in yeah, they're not so much everywhere. I mean, we oh. do a 3D movies and they're predominant. Well, we had Tupac perform a hologram, and I just read that Red Fox and Andy Kaufman 
are getting holograms, and that's no no joke, man. They're they're getting holograms. I would love to see a Red Fox ship. And they're gonna do. They're going on tour. So wait, Red Fox. I, 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 I swear to God, they I, might as well make George Carlin and give it time. Um, they're, they're, it was on comicbook.com. No, no, it wasn't on comicbook.com. It was on my MSM homepage at work, and it was like posthumous or humorous uh, tour. And I was like, what the hell? And it was like a picture of Andy Kaufman. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it was like, Red Fox and Andy Kaufman are getting holograms to go on tour. That's a little ridiculous. I think it's awesome. Who else are we getting holograms of? They got Tupac, so these hologram companies are definitely West Coast oriented because Biggie has not been hologrammed unless they can't. He's too big. Yeah, they can't render that size. Um, they they predicted that Elijah Wood was going to be a, a pretty solid actor, right? <laughs> I don't know if that's really a prediction. Well, that was a good casting. That was his first gig. Yeah, that was his first gig. Yeah. And, you know, he went on to be a child star with, like, The Good Son and all that stuff. But, man, that's Frodo. Frodo Baggins right there. They went on with the baseball team in Miami. Yeah, they all, were the Gators, but... Yeah, all, I mean, although... At the time, there was no Florida team. There, yeah, exactly. Uh, 92 is when... Or 97 is when Marlins happened. Marlins. And, like... A few years later is when... It was, like, uh, 03 was Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. And uh, it would have been so much better if it was, like, the Tampa Bay Gators versus Chicago Cubs. They would have been another pretty good prediction. Um, I saw a picture... Do you know who Chloe Dykstra is? Yes. Um, she posted a, a picture on her Instagram... Um, she was driving to work or somewhere, and there's this dude standing at the bus stop with a messenger bag, a white t-shirt, some acid wash jeans, and a pink hoverboard, like under his under his arm. And she was she was like, I think it was like it must have ran out of steam or something or energy, but you know that guy was he was celebrating. I think he celebrates every day. Back to the Future. He's like, I got this hoverboard, and when Biff comes, I'm getting away from him. I also saw a kid when I was leaving work on those stupid wheel things in the middle of the street. You know what I'm talking about, right? All the athletes have it now. Yeah, it's stupid. I, a little girl on it. I was like, I'm going to run you down, little bitch. Brush her ass. <laughs> little bitch, I hope you fall. Speaking of hoverboards, um, they haven't officially been... I mean, they're nothing like the hoverboards ever in a movie. No, the only hoverboard that's out right now is um, able to get a 300-pound man up I think one foot off the ground. Yeah, and I see, and uh, it has to be on a special copper um, platform. Yeah, and you're gonna get a bunch of crackheads that come in and steal that copper and transfer it to crack. I heard Lexus is developing one. Um, How about Lexus develop a car that is reliable and not just throw an L on it and say it's the best thing? Stick, stick to cars, Lexus. I mean, hoverboard. I mean, when I was a kid, though, all you dreamed about hoverboard. Oh yeah, maybe Lexus. If Lexus can take that technology and make a flying car, let's get that. But back to the future. I mean, Zemeckis and and Gale were, you know, they were ahead of their times with some of the things that they predicted. All the technology, like they predicted, essentially the Xbox Connect iPods. Um, remember when he's in the in the cab and the dude just is like, "All right, here's my fingerprint. That's my signature." Yeah, and they There's, got fingerprint technology. Yeah, everywhere. Like I can put a fingerprint to lock my phone, which is pretty intense. So and the drones, 
they did, uh, albeit they had the drones walking the dog, and but you, you know we might be having drones delivering packages. Well, there's probably zones watch uh, drones watching us right now. Yeah, um, drones were watching Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, you never. She got like a like a fence now for drones, not realizing that drones are airborne and they can fly over your house, Rihanna, and see what you're doing. But you know, drones are 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 the thing right now. So and then. They, they pretty much predicted the voice technology. Yeah, Siri, Echo, and oh, but not a, I Cortana. mean, you know, remember when he walked in the house and he was like, turn the channel, blah, blah, blah. You can do that now. Yeah, you, and you can do that with your Connect. Yeah. And, um, you know, they... I mean, obviously it's not as bulky and it's not as flashy as what they had it, but... I mean... The thing that they predicted was, would be amazing would have been the flying cars. Yeah. Um, and, and you know somebody's in their, in their garage perfecting that right now. Yeah. There's going to be a flying, like, Mini Cooper going around, down the streets of, like, towards Lane City. Um, I think, like, I don't, I don't know. I just think that for a movie that came out in 85 to accurately predict so many things is, is telling because that probably had, you know, uh, maybe prediction is the wrong word. I think that it was like the grassroots of growing everything. Like they, they people said, saw like nerds saw the movie and they're like, "Shit, Marty McFly had a hoverboard. I'm gonna make a hoverboard." Marty McFly had self-lacing shoes in 2015 when he got there. I'm gonna make self-lacing shoes. So like that ushered in all the technology that we have. Steve Jobs was probably a huge Back to the Future fan. Oh, I'm sure. And he he perfected a lot of things. A lot and, of the voice recognition, fingerprint, I mean... Yeah. But, you know, I think that was a... I think that Back to the Future is a good good topic because you can just... Um, you know, it's something that we grew up on. It's timeless. Yeah. It is. It's, it, it's, it's timeless, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's dated and it's, but it's just... It's that sense of wonder yeah. of everyone can think about where did their parents come from, where did I come from, where did, you know, and how things were, and then you go into the second one, the future. Yep. You know, what is my life going to be like? What, you know, what technology is going to bring? So, it, it just brings that sense of wonder out of everybody. Yeah, and that, that sense of just curiosity too, because like, in the 80s, you're like, oh, I want to see what really happened. I can't wait for 2015 to see if this is really what we have. If this is the future, then everything's coming up Millhouse. Everything's going to be great. I, um, it's, it's, again, it's one of those movies that completely holds up from, from beginning to end. It's not like Masters of the Universe. That does not hold up. Um, as, as much as Dolph Lundgren wants to say that that movie holds up. Does he say that hold up? I'm sure he does. I, I haven't talked to him lately, but I'm, I'm sure. I've talked to him lately. I'm, I'm sure he has. Um, when I was a kid, and this is gonna, this might sound strange. Um, when I was a kid, you know, all the the kids around me that were had just seen the movie, they were like, Marty McFly is the dude. Like that's the man I want. I know you're gonna say my I, man. I, no, I, yeah, I was a Doc Brown oh, man. Doc all the way. I wasn't like I wasn't cool enough to to be Marty McFly. No, I didn't want the vest. I wanted the white jumpsuit. Well, I was a kid that was making black lemonade stands. I, I was inventing things. Like I I wasn't cool enough to be Marty McFly, and I, don't know, I just want I wanted to be the guy who was just 
I guess, batshit crazy, who's making flux capacitors and DeLorean. He has his DeLorean and like the DeLorean man. I that I wanted that to be my first car. Oh, who didn't? One that had the Lamborghini doors. Yeah. And it was straight up steel. It was like a tank. Yeah. I saw um, I saw a picture of a guy who got pulled over with a DeLorean. Like recently, like that on Wednesday, he got pulled over on Back to the Future Day. The cop had to do that on purpose. Well, whoever did it, you know, if I, I hope he was going like 150 miles an hour to get pulled over. 88 miles per hour. 88 in a 25 zone, maybe. That would be awesome. Just to be like, excuse me, sir, do you? I clocked you at 88, and that would be on the road. Roads. There are no roads. <laughs> But, I mean, Doc was just... The cop's flipping a quarter, and, he, and the guy doesn't know what a quarter is. Just the, the Doc Brown... I mean, Christopher Lloyd was just a comic genius. Yeah, and this was his week. Back in the Future, you know, is 30, well, 30 this year. Um, yesterday was his birthday. Happy birthday, Christopher Lloyd. He's 78 young. Yeah, 78 years young. And then, like, they're doing, like, all this press. Like, this is... This is the best thing he's done since Piranha. Have you seen the Jimmy Kimmel? That completely went through you? The, the best thing he's done since Piranha? That Baby Geniuses, wasn't it? No, Piranha was like uh, a couple years ago. That I terrible movie, Piranha, that came out. Christopher Malloy was in it. Like, do you think Marvel snatches Christopher Malloy up now that his stock's back to back? <laughs> no. Because, <laughs> no. again, what I'm going to say, did you see him on Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, he's... He's bad. Ah, he's fantastic. I mean, he's great. He's on the con con circuit still. I would love to meet him. Because you're looking at him. He was in Back to the Future. Yeah. And then he battled our boy Bob Hoskins in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. And then, you know, he was the hobo in Dennis the Menace. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was so many. And you just can't forget. I don't know about you watching it. Have you ever seen Taxi? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was Jim. Yep. And I remember watching Taxi when I was a kid, and he was my favorite character because he was just so out there. Yeah. He plays. I didn't good. like Laka. I didn't like Tony Danza. He, he plays a, a very good... Wacko. Yeah, like like a cat, cat lady. Like, if he was a woman, he'd play a great cat lady. But, like, he still shows range and emotion in the roles that he plays. Like, he fully adopted the role of Doc Brown. And if it were anyone else, like, if it was, like, if it was, like, John Lovitz. Or, like, you know. <laughs> Could you imagine John Lovitz? <laughs> like, just just the thought of anybody else playing that role. It, it couldn't be. No. It, and going to what we talked about before is... They can't remake that. No, it's not that they, they they could, but they won't, and they shouldn't. Um, and Zemeckis and Gale, they're, they're they said as long as they're alive, they're blocking everything. They they said that they're um, Zemeckis had put in in his um, an article I read like, during an interview that he's going to put it in his will that his family and his, the executor of the state is to never relinquish the rights of Back to the Future because he knows that they're going to trash it. We live off of, and that's another thing that um, Back to the Future kind of predicted, the sequels with like Jaws 19. Yeah. 19 movies about a giant shark. We kind of live off of sequels. Sequels, sequels and reboots. Yeah. 
like they they're rebooting Power Rangers Spider-Man has been re- rebooted three times um, and you know each, each well first one got three sequels or two sequels the next one got another sequel yeah. this one's gonna have two sequels and Marvel's Marvel does sequels right it's not like over exhausted but like they just Sharknado has two sequels they they have no originality yeah and Back to the Future is such a classic I mean there's certain movies you shouldn't touch yeah and unfortunately Hollywood has touched them Annie yeah. They should not remade Annie. Um, I don't think they should have had the soft reboot of Wizard of Oz. Uh, which one? The, the animated Oz, one? No, the all Oz All Powerful with Oh with well that Shane was Frank. that was more of a, a prequel, right? But that's that's another thing. But prequels. Whole, you know, The Hobbit. Which is that, that franchise is great. It, and that it was a book. But if it weren't for the success of Lord of the Rings, we'd never get that. Oh, not at all. Because but, so, like, it's a, it's a uh, very successful... If a cat... Like, when are we going to get the... You know, what's it? The Hunger Games, right? So that's that's a big trilogy right now. Are we going to get prequels to that? Like, are they just chilling in the... Like, where was Katniss 15 years before the Hunger Games? Oh, no, it's going to be President Snow and how he became yeah. a pal. No. Don't touch it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, like, it can't be touched. Because what they're going to try to do is, you know, with Back to the Future is do all this and try to make it way far in the future. Yeah, it's going to be C- CGI. No. The, the practical effects of that movie is what made it. They made it real. They made it real. They, it, it wasn't like they got to 2015 and everybody was controlled. Like, we had androids everywhere. Like, you didn't see Ultron bots anywhere. It was yeah, just... No. It was grounded. It was as grounded as a future movie, a time travel movie can be. Yeah. Like, they... Re, uh, it depends on the reboot. Like, Planet of the Apes reboot is, is great. Like, that... I love that. And the Godzilla reboot is good because of the technology. Yeah. They kept, like... They kept some of the story, right? And... I, I, I don't think they should... I mean, when I first heard of the... Um, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. I was kind of upset. Well, they had they had to regain what Planet of the Apes was after the Mark Wahlberg one. <laughs> yeah. But they did it right. Yep. But and they're continuing I, to do I, it. I still don't... I, even though I love those movies, I love the first one, and I really love the second one, it's still in the back of my mind, they shouldn't touch it. Yeah. Well, they... they like I said, man, they have to... They have to... And it, it's... It's not something that Hollywood is going to stop. But you know what I think it is? I think it's people like us who we grew up on such great movies and we see that there's so much crap being put out because anybody can put a movie out. Me and you could turn my iPhone on and we could put make a movie. And I think fans of fans are now getting attached to works that they were fans of. So Abrams was a huge fan of Lucas Arts, yeah. and he's attached to Star Trek or Star Wars, and he did Star Trek because he was a fan of that. And Simon Pegg is was a fan of that stuff, and he had, he adapted. Like he was now he's attached to to Star Trek, and you know, you see this stuff, but then you're gonna get that one guy who has no idea about it, doesn't care about source materials, and I know you know where I'm going with this. They they don't give a shit about source materials, and they say 
you know, even though this story has decades of, of backstory. Are you talking about Josh Trank uh, and Fantastic Four? He, he goes out there and he makes a great sci-fi movie, but a terrible superhero movie. Yeah, of course. And that's what I, you know, that's what we walked away with. But to, Back to the Future is one of those movies, it holds up and it's not going to be rebooted because, and, or sequel, even though Christopher Lloyd and, you know, Michael J. Fox said that if, if, the, if the script's right and it doesn't tarnish the reputation of Back to the Future, they'd be open for Back to the Future. See, I would be fine with that. Yeah. With Zemeckis and Gale writing it, right? 100%. It, you can have... You don't want a found footage doc, uh, oh, found footage Back to the Future. But, a movie that, so it holds up and it's, and I've been saying this, it just holds up. Um, but that movie, and you kind of segued into it too, um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, we're never going to see a reboot of that. And the only reason because no, companies aren't going to come together like they did in the 80s and let Mickey Mouse and Bugs oh. Bunny and all these characters be on the same screen. Um, and it's too complicated. Nobody wants to, to take that over. Now, they might make a live-action one where they can, like, product place stuff. Like, there's a Mickey bobblehead and a Donald bobblehead and a Daffy bobblehead. But that will be stupid because... I mean, I heard Zemeckis was working on the sequel. Yeah, well, I think he could do it. Like, if if it was him and, like, if the money's right. But that's got to be... That's got to be hell to go to Pepsi and say, all right, so we're going to do this, and then go to Coke and say, we're going to do this, and then and go then to get, Warner Brothers and... And then get Bob Hoskins back in the day. Yeah, how, like, you need Ghost Adventures. You need Zach Bagans and all those guys to bring Bobby Hoss back. Um, you know, he... Oh, I love Bob Hoskins. Uh, <laughs> do, you have, do you have a favorite quote from... Um, I mean, of course everyone loves Great Scott! Yeah. Um... But one of the ones that I love, and uh, since um, I've been actually saying it since I've seen the movie in theaters the other day, is a one point twenty one gigawatts. Oh yeah, that, that's t-shirt worthy, and, and I think I've seen that on. I, I've seen that, but it's uh, you know actually all the quotes that Doc has said. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly like one that's extremely simple. Um, but it just it, it's loud, it speaks louder than it actually is spoken um, and it's see you in the future you know it's just it, it's subtle and I'll see you in yeah. the future and it just it, you know it's, it's I don't know it means more to me I guess than any of the other popular quotes it's just more of an obscure thing um, are you a Back to the Future 1 guy 2 or 3 what's your favorite 1 yeah. That's where it all started. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... I mean, I love two. I, I, actually, I really, really love three. Just because I love, like, the Old West and, you know, stuff like that. Um, actually, speaking of that, I love how they incorporated Hill Valley and they just did it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the clock tower and how they were building it. And mm-hmm. um, it just... It, it was done really good. Uh, but... I've... Obviously, um, the first one will always be dear to my heart, just because... It started it all. It started it all. It's like Jurassic Park. Like, Jurassic Park will always be my favorite. Yeah. Um, and then Jurassic 3, which is not my favorite. I was about uh, to say, I was like... What? That's the worst. They're bad enough that when Jurassic World came out, 
they said, all right, forget the second and third attempt that we did at this, and this is a sequel to the original Jurassic Park. But I, I love two. I really did. I like the future of it and all. Um, so I'm going to go with two as my favorite. But, I mean, it, it's, it's hard, man. It's like judging kids. Like, who's your favorite? Um, they're all amazing films, and I'm so bummed that I didn't get a chance to, to see them on Wednesday. Uh, because, you know, I have to provide for my family and pay my rent um, whilst starting a, uh, a company, which is, which is cool. But um, did you listen to any Huey Lewis in the news on, on Wednesday? Uh, were, you, were you all about the power of love? I actually did listen to the power of love. Um, I did like that he was on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Um, and here's a little trivia. As my cat talks to us throughout the podcast. What other... Um, he was a musician in... that had a cameo. Can you name... What other musicians were in the franchise? Huh. Well, I know one. Um, and he was in 2 and 3. And he played Needles. And it was Flea. Um... I don't know anyone else. There was a band. Well, the Huey Lewis and the News was nope. there. That was actually in Hill Valley back in the 1800s. Um, Bob, Bob Hoskin and, and the, the Jug Band? ZZ Top was the, the band at the festival at night. That's right. That's right. And, and they, uh, fit, they fit that time so perfectly with like, just, just the look. Music-wise, I don't see... ZZ Top just killing it at a, a saloon, no, or a brothel, but you know, but they fit that they fit that role but, beautifully. Um, it just they, those movies are just so timeless. And is that your favorite guest ca- uh, cameo, ZZ Top or Huey Lewis? I, I love the Huey Lewis because especially how it was done. Uh-huh. You know, he was in saying the music was too darn loud. Yeah. Um, but can you imagine what it would be like? Do you think we would have the same Back to the Future if we had Eric Stoltz? No, God, no. It was, it was much more darker. And um, in the early, in the early edition, the the unit of time travel was a refrigerator, which would have been horrible. So yeah, and you know, Stoltz isn't Stoltz isn't a bad actor, but it was just it was really super dark. Well, they they. They said they couldn't. He couldn't get the oddball comedy. Yeah. That quirkiness that Michael J. Fox had. Yeah. And, um, and plus, he was he was a little physical on the set. I read that um, him and Tom Wilson almost came to blows because like he was he was pretty rough at um, at his craft. But how how do you think Eric Stoltz feels today, or especially Wednesday with celebrating Back to Future Day, and it was like. Yeah, I I was rejected, and it wasn't like he shot half the movie, three weeks worth, and it it cost the company about like three mil to replace Stoltz's part. But I'm sure they're like Zemeckis and Gale look at it now, and it was obviously the best thing they've ever done. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it they they they, they wanted Michael J. Fox from the get go. But he couldn't do it because of the family ties. And they were will- they were willing to and like this was a movie that was rejected forty fucking times. Forty times. 
I would have said the hell with it. But like, you guys don't want a time travel movie? Then, you know, well, you know why kick lot, rocks. <laughs> you know, they went to Disney and why Disney rejected it, right? No. Because of the incest qualities oh, yeah. of him kissing his mom. Now, that was creepy as shit. But the, the Little Mermaid cover has dicks all over it. You can't say that, you know, Walt Disney was a little, little erotic with his uh, adult humor. I mean, well, he movie. wasn't alive when... No, but like, that's a, a company that's founded off of... Family. Yeah, but still, there's like, there's always hints to like, sexuality in it. There's all the, like, there are cartoons that are geared towards adults. Like, Snow White, if, if she, was, she slept in a house with eight dudes. Eight midget dudes. Like, that's, that's a pair. Seven. Yeah, seven dwarfs. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but, like, that's that's parody porn worthy. But, I mean, okay, that's subtle. There was no subtle about him. Yeah, going back and... I mean, his mom was rubbing his leg and looking at his purple underwear. And yeah, well, with Cal- Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. Yeah, Calvin Klein, man. He's still popular to this day. Um... I don't know, man. I think I think Eric Stoltz definitely feels a little slighted. I would. Oh, of course. That's like, um, you know, let's like Chris Rock being replaced in not not Chris Rock. I'm not. That is a terrible analogy. Let's say like I don't know. Think think of anybody who who is a is a pretty good actor and gets an iconic role. So you get like. I don't know, like Brad Pitt, right? Yeah. Brad Pitt's a pretty good actor, right? Yeah. And he films Captain America, right? Gets buff, gets huge for it, and he's only filming it because they're going to get Chris Evans. Like, Chris Evans is working on not not, not another another dumb teen movie. And then they say, all right, well, you know, MTV dropped this stupid movie that Chris, uh, Chris Evans is in, and... Brad Pitt gets fired. I mean, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they also they also paid Eric Stoltz for it. Yeah, and he so. probably and well, I I would say he would get residuals, but apparently that didn't make meet its budget, and it still owes money. So like Biff and everybody, they're not getting like Thomas Wilson and Crispin, um, Crispin and Leah, they're not making any money. No, and that's terrible. Like it had a 30th anniversary, and they're still not making money off this. I mean, I mean, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd was seeing some money, you know, for the commercials, oh, yeah. the Toyota commercials, and all that. But but you know what? They're also they're also making money in in sense that you can you can cast these people. That they they've done three successful movies, and you can cast them. So in the future, like future work, I guess wasn't like oh my god, it's not like um, they did such a bad role that they're, they're going to be blackballed from the industry. Um, I don't know, man. Do you think if it was anybody other than, and this goes back to the Stolt stuff, but if it was anybody else other than Marty Mc, uh, Michael J. Fox playing Marty McFly, would Back to the Future be as successful as it was now? I don't know. In that era, the only one that I could see doing it, mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. In that era, he was big at the time. Um, but he would have been typecast. He would have. But it, he kind of has been typecast his whole career. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that the other day. Him, um, who also was uh, maybe John Cusack. Yeah. Maybe. Um, you knew who else was pretty big and doing like these goofball like comedy stuff. Um, Tom Hanks. 
Yeah. Like, what if Tom? And I know he's he's, he's he right. was a, he was a little older. Yeah. What if he was cast as Martin McFly? I don't know. Do you think Tom Hanks would be Tom Hanks if he was back? Like, because he he took that weird swing where he was super goofy, and then he went from like with the burbs and yeah. Well, even think of Bachelor Party. Yeah. Right. So that and big and but like it was Bachelor Party then eight. <laughs> Fill it up. And then big, and like, but, but then Castaway. So like, he's a chameleon, and I think, I think Michael J. Fox is kind of a like a chameleon too. He's done some serious roles, and but he's kind of stuck with comedy, which is, which is good. Stick to what you're good at. Um, I think I think he got the raw end of the deal, though. I think for as nice of a guy, how genuine of a guy he seems that he is, um, has that to tell. be stricken with Parkinson's. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's just a the shit the way, way the world works, but it's still shitty nonetheless. Um, did do you think that they ended it just in time, like with the third one, and that was it? And they were like, what if they did a fourth one and they went back and tried to save the Titanic? Uh, hey, that's too played out, right? Yeah, I I think they did the third one right, ended it right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading also that originally they were looking at the third one as a prohibition. Mm-hmm. And going back to Doc Brown's family, which I think would have been really cool. That would end with the mob and the speeches and I, so on. I love the gangster aspects mm-hmm. of movies and stuff like that. Um, but I think they did it right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they just... They did it the right place yeah. at the right time. It, there, there's not much more you can say, and I think you and I have both said it enough that... It, it's timeless and it, and it holds up and it's it's a movie that like neither neither well you have you have um, children that live in your house that makes you sound so creepy that I just said it that way I have children you have yeah you have you have children and it, a child and it's good that you're able to, to share that with her um, I have three cats one of which is a guest star on this podcast hey Miles um, I, I don't show them back to the future but if I were to have children Hell yeah, that's one of the movies on my show. Well, about a few weeks ago, um, we were bored at home, and she wanted to watch something. Mm-hmm. So I said, we're watching Back to the Future. I don't want to watch it. I don't know. She's eight. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. She loves it. Yeah. And, you know, you... I, um... I'm glad you brought brought that up. Um, I think kid, certain kids these days don't really appreciate movies that we appreciate. Um, you know, I... Um, I run groups uh, with some adults, and I have a 20-year-old in my in one of my groups, who I, I you know I showed it on his projector, like to all my clients, and I was like, this is what movies were when I was a kid. Um, some of you guys are younger than me, some of you were older, and you guys saw this, but for the guys who were younger than me, this is what it was. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't scary movie after scary movie after remake, remake, remake. This was originality at its finest. And the one kid, and I'm not, I can't say his name, but raises his hand and he's like man this movie's ass and I'm like alright you know so entertain me what's your favorite movie and I shit you not his favorite movie is Step Up with (laughs) with Channing Tatum (laughs) Step Up and I said okay give me one quote from Step Up that is timeless and he couldn't think of it but like to think that like that's like that's people's favorite movie somebody's favorite movie is Step Up or Shark Tale, or like just like shit movies. They're so consumed with these remakes that they don't go back to see the original. And 
that's just that's just my feeling on it. I think that just I don't know, stick to originality and we'll be good. But I wanna hit you with a question. And I've been thinking about this. If you were Marty McFly and Doc Brown gave you the chance to go back to the future or back back in time or into the future, which way would you go and what would you do? And it could be funny, it could be serious, it, it could be whatever you want it to be. This is getting emotional. I would like to go back to my grandpa. Okay. And just spend time with him. Um, he was awesome. He passed away when I was 17. Okay. Uh, and he was he was my best friend. So I, I wouldn't want to go into the future because I would honestly be kind of scared yeah. to see oh, what happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Because once you see it, of course you can alter it and change it. And but you can't unsee it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and everything you do is you're thinking that's what's going to lead up to it. Yeah. You know, um, okay, you say you go in the future and you have a new wife or a new girlfriend. Yeah. Where am I going to meet her, right? Or you have one leg. And one leg. And, you know, that whole time you're going to think, am I going to meet the girl tonight? Am I going to meet her tonight? Am I going to lose my leg tonight? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're going to be always on the back of your mind. So I'd rather go back and cherish the moments that I've had. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I, I love yours because, like, I would definitely go back. Like, I would want to go back to see my family, like, see my grandpa and, like, people that I've lost. Um, but I'm not going to do that because it is so emotional and I know what happens. Um, I thought of two things. It's kind of kind of weird. Like, the serious thing I would do is I would go back and I would fucking kill Hitler. <laughs> like, I'd go back and, like, I'd go back full go- Captain America garb, dude, like, and just kill him. Like, know where he's at before he could start the Holocaust. Like, before all that shit. And that would change the world on a... It would... I might not even be here. But it's something, like, if I was going to think of the help humanity, that's what I would do. But I also want to do something, like... I don't know. I feel like I'd go back in time and we're in, like... I don't know. At a movie theater. And... Return of the Jedi is playing. And I just stand up and be like, It's his father! And that's his sister! And... Like, and just walk out. Drop the mic and walk out. So, if... Just what? fuck everything up. <laughs> and like, there's gonna be three more prequels. Like, you're gonna get it. And then there's three more after that. Uh, in the 2000s. Enjoy. So, if... Just a pure thing... If they were like, Alright, you can go hang out for one weekend. Yeah. Anywhere, anytime. In the past. Yeah. Where would you go? I don't... I don't know, man. Like... You know what? I'd probably go... Go go to the future or the past, you said? Past. Only past. Go in the past. I'd go back to day one. And finally settle the score of... Jesus. Was it science or was it religion? Because if you can, like... I thought you were going to see if Jesus is black. Well, no. He was, he was like, brown. Um, but, I no, I would just want to settle, settle that debate because it would answer a lot of questions I have and a lot of questions that everybody has. Um, is that too serious? That is kind of serious. That's, That's pretty, pretty damn serious, right? I'm well, right. You weren't expecting that, right? <laughs> no, not You're at like, all. Go, go hang out with John Rule and when he's filming, <laughs> always on time or something. My, my 
one is nowhere near <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> I w- and it's kind of what we were talking earlier. I would love to go back to like the twenties. Yeah. And just hang out and the gangster. I mean, I wouldn't want to be a gangster, but just that era. I think it's just cool. That's dangerous. It, it is dangerous. Uh, no more dangerous than the first day. Yeah, yeah, you know. The, tw- the 20s were a, were a fun time, though. I mean, there were a lot of people getting iced. Oh, you, I'm, get, I'm get, going to Chicago. You can get, Well, you can go to Chicago today and get killed. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You can go, even walk out of here and something can happen. But I just, I mean... I just think it would, you know, it would be a cool time to go to. Yeah, man. Did you um? Did you see the stuff about like parachuting beers? Yeah, I, I did just. See that. I'd want to go go back in time to be at the first launch of the first parachuting <laughs> beers. Um, I don't know, man. I think that tonight is probably my only night off in a while. So I'm. Gonna, I think I'm gonna watch Back to the Future. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. Do you have? I have it at my parents' house. They have a lot of my old DVDs, um, you know, from when I moved. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. And uh, I don't even know if Chelsea's seen it. Yeah. We got to end that relationship we, right now. No, I'm not ending that relationship. <laughs> I put six long years into this relationship. I love that girl. Um, we have a whole podcast on movies that our significant others have not seen. And don't get me started would, on Star Wars. It would, it would blow, like the people that are listening to this would be like, "Oh my god, how are these guys still alive? Like, how are these guys not crazy?" But you know, Back to the Future does it go down as like? Is it top ten for you? Oh yeah. Is it top ten for a lot of people? I think so. I mean, just you should have seen the the fans that were at that movie theater the other day. I mean, there were people dressed up as Marty McFly. I can imagine. There was a there was a street, not to cut you off, but there was a street, um, by not to cut you off, I'm going to cut you off. Um, there was a street, I think in Haddonfield or Collinswood, that like they closed like a whole side of the road and this dude rolled up in the DeLorean with the out-of-time California license plate and a Marty McFly cosplayer. And like he was pretty spot on, and it was awesome. And I've seen this. He's the cosplayer that goes to like Philly Comic Con and AC Comic Con, and he has a DeLorean there. Okay. So it's that guy, and he's pretty spot on. Um, and it was cool because it, like a lot of kids got to see it, and you know, you got to see some Marty McFly and Marty McNasso flies um, at the movies, right? But I, I'm telling you, I've never been to a movie. I mean, I go to the movies all the time. I've seen. A whole bunch of movies. I've never seen people cheer at the end of the movie like Back to the Future. And that was one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because it just... Hey, those people probably never saw it in theaters. Oh, no. <laughs> no, they saw it. This was... Oh, dude, there were definitely people there. I mean, there was kids there. Yeah. Um, And there was... It looked like some girlfriends and wives that probably never seen it. But majority of it were just straight up fans. Were there any hipsters like... Oh, it doesn't make sense, man. Back to the future. It should I be called Back been, to the Past. I think they would have been lynched. Ahead to the future. That's what it should have been called if it's more PC. I think they would have been lynched. Yeah, they would have been done. Just because of the, the amount of uh, fans that were there. But it was, it was even though I've seen it a hundred different times, mm-hmm. it was the most enjoyable movie experience I've ever had. Yeah. And it was nothing special. They didn't do anything... Before, after, 
It was just a minute, but to get a chance that I've never seen it, and I will never see it again in theaters because they will never play it again in theaters. I'm jealous, man. I'm I'm super jealous. That's a once in a lifetime thing. Um, you know, hopefully this this business that that's starting up takes off, so I can buy a movie theater, a movie theater of my own, kind of like um, what uh, Tarantino's doing in California. And, just uh, playing everything and, you love. And I would play that, and I don't care. I wouldn't charge anybody. It would just be me in there. And I would just want to enjoy these movies. I'd go back and watch the original Ninja Turtles, because that's sentimental. It's the first thing I ever saw. Ghostbusters, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, He-Man, even though it was terrible, but I'd watch He-Man. Speaking of the first movie, I'm not to get off topic, but the first movie that I remember. And I was, oh, It had to be a Left Behind movie. Nope. Because your mom's big on this. No, actually... the people that got me the person that got me into all these sci-fi movies uh-huh. and superhero movies was my uncle yeah and he took me to go see the original Batman oh 1989 1989 I was six years old that still holds up too I was petrified I bet because That's it was not, scary it's not a kids movie it, it was not a kids movie it was pretty dark but that was the first movie that I remember yeah I don't know, man. I, I think that I'm good on nostalgia. Like, I don't want every movie to be rewritten. Like, no. oh, here's the 30th anniversary of Howard the Duck. <laughs> here's the 20th anniversary of Clueless. No. No, it's, you know, I want, I'm, I mean, I'm good with this. These are classic. Pop culture classic. Here's the 15th anniversary of Titanic. No, I don't have 17 hours to waste. And seeing Kate Winslet naked, I can go online and see that. But you know, with that being said, great. It was. A, it's a great discussion that we can have our longest podcast. Yes. On on a movie that came out before I was born, and just as you were being birthed. Yes. Um. Well, two years into your your life, but three. You, yeah, you were you were still birthed. Um. So I guess the best way to end this podcast is with you know my favorite quote from the movie, and I guess uh, we'll, we'll see, see you in the future. In the future.